Thank you for joining in. Hope our podcast puts a smile on your face. Today we'll be speaking with guests from Akiliku City community, a marginalized community located in the interior part of the Jenkwe development area of Nasarawa State. The Akaliko CD community was selected by the Step of Nigeria team for sensitization against boat buying, which had resulted in poor service delivery, leaving the community in total ruin. The community is known for its bad road network, which is a dilapidated bridge, making it difficult for the villagers to travel to the city for business. The community has no access to clean water and only has two classroom buildings. During the sensitization session, something great happened, which is why our guests are here today to discuss the amazing turn of events. Sir, it is so good to see you. Kindly introduce yourself. My name is Gabriel Gawan from Akinetun City Community. Thank you. And my please kindly introduce yourself. This is Jacob from Akinetun Community. First time voter. Thank you so much, Tessie, and the Step Up Nigeria team member who was present at the event. Hi, Vanessa. My name is Halima Olufade, and I'm the Senior Program Associate with Step Up Nigeria and also the Project Coordinator for the First Time Voters Integrity Initiative Project. Thank you, Halima. Our final guest is the Step Up Nigeria team member from Lagos. Good morning, Vanessa. Good morning, everyone. My name is Rilwan Abu, a Program Associate with Step Up Nigeria at the Lagos office, and um, I support the First Time Voters Integrity Initiative in Lagos State. Thank you. Thank you all for being here. Uh, before we begin, I'd like to ask us, do we all have our PVC, our permanent voters card? Yes. Yes, yes we do. Yes, I do. I have mine. Okay. That's great. So we are all marching on that day, on February 25th, to vote. That's good. Gabriel, why is it important that we teach youth and first-time voters to reject um, selling their votes and to act with integrity? Is to promote integrity in the community and to the youth as well. And it also creates awareness to the youth to know who is the rightful person to vote for. Thank you, Gabriel. Rowan, is there anything you'd like to add to this? Okay, Vanessa. Yes, I, I think it's um, important that we teach the youth, um, sensitize them to know the importance of vote selling and buying because um, it's long overdue. I would say that um, our youth have been misled for quite a very long time now. Let me say the people generally have been misled by political aspirants, by you know telling us that okay, it's only it's more like the norm. We only get to see them when it's time for elections, and then we don't see them again. So the people now have the mindset that it's only when politicians come around, they can take whatever they can take from them and then allow them to go and that's it for that period. So it's important for us to sensitize them to know that, yes, truly, their vote is um, what they can use to, you know, bargain for services in their community. Thank you so much for your Tessie, what challenges do you face in your community and how has vote selling and buying, has it affected the delivery of uh, basic services in your community? The first challenges of uh, exchange of uh, voting, for instance, we exchange money, they exchange money with our PVC. After that, if they go, they have gone all, they will not come back again because we have already sell our rights to them. So we have no right to go and meet them again and 
and collect what is for us, or they will come back and fulfill our promise because we have already been exchanged with them. So we face a lot of challenges in our community by exchanging our, by selling our rights to them. Uh, we, the villagers, we have the challenges on like road, water, and school. So those are the challenges we have. If we sell our votes to them, they will solve our problem. All like those problems that are just listed, they will solve our problem to them. They will just say, they give us money and we give them votes so they won't take back any services to the community. Can you tell me any experience that you've had uh, with politicians coming into your community to buy votes or campaign? Any, ex any experience you've had? Yes, 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 they do. As, as they came, we were trying to convince the community that they should give them, uh, we should give them our votes. They tried to raise money to give the community that they should go and buy rice and maggi. They, bring, they even bring maggi rice to give the community, try to convince the community that we should give them our votes so that they will emerge the win. But now, as we thank God, the step of Nigeria has bring this awareness to the villagers. Now, as they came, we now tell them that this is what we want. This is what the community wants. So we are no longer collecting money from them again. But they should be ready. If we give them our vote, they should give us services that we, the villagers, deserve. Immediately, as we told them like that, some get angry, but some try to convince the community that they will do. But we came to agreement with the aspirants that he, he said, he promised to the community that if by God's grace, he matched the winner and we give him our vote, if he matched the winner, he's willing and he's ready to do anything the community needs to. Thank you, Gabriel. The message for the 2023 elections is services and not money or gifts in exchange for votes. What has been the reaction of communities to this message? And this is directed to Halimat. Okay. Thank you, Vanessa. Um, so the message in 2023 election has been um, no services, no votes. So and um, communities have been very, very quite responsive to that message and they have been quite enlightened on why they should not take uh, money or gifts or anything from politicians in voting in the next election. And it's actually quite amazing because um, from what we've seen in the previous election, some of these communities, they have been given, you know, bag of rice, salt, and um, even some people have even been able to, you know, collect their ballot papers during the elections to vote on their behalf. And um, so now after the sensitization sessions, communities are now more willing to say that um, we are not going to sell our votes in exchange for rice or maggi or salt what we now are the services we need and um we can see that in akeleku city the last time we were there and one of the prominent parties came to campaign for them he had came last year and he had won the election and he never did anything in their community and he came back again to campaign again for their votes the second time and they literally asked him what are the things you're going to do for us this time if we vote for you and he was trying to tell them, don't worry, you, you know, the usual will give you rise. And, and they all said, no, they don't, even the elders in the community. So the youth have been able to also, you know, um, make the elders in the community understand why services are more important than money. 
And they all stood up to the to the politician and told him they were not going to accept any other thing apart from good services. And they actually chased him out of the community. You know, they sang a song, made him go away, tell him, we don't want your rights, we don't want your money, wait till we want, now what are we clean? And I'm sure the person was quite surprised because he never expected that from them. You know, he has been going there on and on and they've been they, are, they have been willing to sell their vote but um now they understand better and they're willing to you know stand and take better services rather than take money for for their vote this time around thank you so much halima okay so you youth you surprised me halima just said how politicians came to your community to campaign for vote recently and you, you sang the song we don't want your eyes we don't want your money basically was that was ah uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> can you can you give us more? Like I'm sure our listener will want to know more what happened. Like where did this come from? How how come you this time around you rejected the campaign and like you said, we are not selling our votes? Tell us more about it. Understand that uh, selling of our votes can never solve our problem in the community. So we stopped selling our votes and uh, there is no more blinding again since the of Nigeria trained us. So we now understand how to vote and who to vote and we understand how to take our rights. Thank you. Thank you, Tessie. And how and how did you feel like when the politician came? What was your reaction to that? Like you just all of a sudden said, okay, we are not selling our vote again. How come? Tell us. Now we have the boldness to to, to, to to face them, talk to them face to face. They should know what our problems are and how to solve our problem. Thank you, Gabriel. Okay, before we move on, can you just help me sing the song that you sang that day? We know want your money. We know want your rights. Where's we want? Now what are we clean? Waiting, we want to na clinic and school. We know want your rights, we know want your money. Waiting, we want to na clinic and road. So we even, we even present it in drama. We even do it dramatically way that day too. <laughs> my god i wish i was there <laughs> oh my god like this is yeah, this is a great i like Halima. Yeah, it, was, it was it was quite impressive like i was even surprised at myself right you know i never like i wasn't expecting an immediate action and like that just did it for me like okay like this is actually what we want this is you know the nigeria we want to see where we would have People say no to politicians that they don't want their money. And politicians begin to see why it's very important that these services are delivered to these communities and not just giving them, you know, peanuts, rice that would finish, like, in a week or two. Honestly, a great lesson all around. The next time that politician is coming, he's he's definitely coming to do those services that you mentioned. Yes, because now he yes, has seen that these youths, they are not playing. We want good services. Mm-hmm. We don't want your money anymore. This money is not going to help us the next four years or eight years. Yes. Other politicians coming as well also knows now that when they are coming to the community, they're not coming to come and speak to them about rice or money or Maggie or anything. They're coming to speak to them about 
what they are going to help them, the challenges they are going to help them tackle in their community. Thank you so much. I really, I really love this. So, listener, you can you can see what is happening. We called it the interior part, like of Genkwe development, like interior, and these things are already taking place. Imagine what can happen in your own community if you start taking action now to say we are not selling our votes. We want to do the right thing. We want to act with integrity. Like four years, four years no be beans. Yeah, <laughs> Honestly, thank you so much. How have first-time voters started leading the campaign against vote buying in their community? Let me hear from real one. I would say the the communities that um, we've sensitized um, youth first-time voters in Lagos, um, the first thing I would say stood out so far is um, the, 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 the gradual mindset, just like um, we heard from um, Tessie and um, Gabriel, and in, in their case, you could see that immediate response to, you know, the, the way they reacted um, when the politicians arrived. But we are having, um, we are having that kind of um, um, feeling here also with the first time voters, because like uh, in Mariri, uh, Mariri community, we had one of the first time voters that had sworn not to vote at all because of um, a bad experience he had in the past that he went to vote sometime in the past and they used a plank on his head and since that day he has vowed not to vote again but when we now told him the importance of going out to vote and then realizing there's so many things that his community you know lack he just um yeah right there on the spot he said okay that he's quite convinced and that he's going to go all out and vote this time and not just him but you know, getting his family, people, and friends to go out and vote as well. So that's like one of 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 that. And then we also had um, a couple of them. Um, one of the first time voters from a Gordon community, and then another one from um, Shogbes. So this ones particularly said they are not going to vote because their votes do not count at all. But then we try to make them understand that look. If your vote does not count, these politicians will not run after you. They won't come to your community. It is because your vote matters. We've seen cases where um, the person that won in an election, the margin could just be just one vote, or you know, it could just your vote could be the decider. So it was one of the things we tried putting forward, and you know, we saw those um, results. We saw that um, commitment, that resolution that okay, this time I am going to go out to you know try to bring that change that um, my community truly deserves. So it's been it's been a wonderful experience with them so far. Thank you, Reward. Especially when you talked about the man, <laughs> you said a plank. That's, that was his own bad experience. Somebody used yeah. a plank on his head on the day of voting, and that changed it for him that I'm never going out to vote again. But because of uh, Step Up Nigeria coming to that community to speak to them, he had a mindset shift and he said, no, I'm going to come out to vote. My vote actually matters. Nobody with their plank will prevent me <laughs> from <Exactly>. voting. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, the things that are happening. Halima, can you tell us any experience or any stories that have come out from? Okay, so I would say that, um, you know, the first time voters are beginning to, you know, lead the campaign against vote buying their communities. Um, for an example, is the Rinse community where we have first time voters, you know, they made placards and had a megaphone and they were moving around the community, telling people why it was important for them 
not to sell their votes, why it's important for them to, you know, hold their leaders accountable and even tell them how to vote. And they came across other first-time voters in in the process of their mobilization and they educated them on why it's very important for them to come out to vote on election day and not only that we also have people from you know gidan dogo that have brought their you know they went back home and speak to the elders in the community on why it's not it's very important for them not to sell their votes and they can all be on the same page you know both elders and the youth and the little ones everybody has the same understanding and that's what we want to see we want to see them stepping down the knowledge they've already had doing the sensitization sessions to go back to their communities and educate other people, even people outside their communities on why it's very important for them not to sell their vote. And, and you know, we've seen first-time voters in Gidandogo, in, in Akeleku City, in Rinze community, in Alogani, taking up those challenges, speaking to going from door to door mobilization. Some of them are even going on WhatsApp, you know, some of them are even speaking to their farmers association. They're also speaking to people, you know, when they go to play ball on the field, after the field, they'll put, put all of them together, speak to them on why it is very important for them in this coming election, not to sell their vote and why they should vote with their conscience and choose the right person for the job. Thank you, Halima. I'm aware that first time voters are now now they're leading the discourse to demanding for better service delivery, not just amongst themselves, but with elected uh, political candidates, uh, with their with their politicians. Can you tell us how the outcome has been? It has been great. And um, so it, it, like Gabriel mentioned, it's amazing to see how confident the first-time voters have become. Like So like they now ask their leaders, those asp- um, aspiring for positions, and asking them, okay, so you're, you're aspiring for... Let's say, for example, House of Assembly in my local government, you're going to be representing me. How do you intend to solve the challenges we are facing in our community? And they table their challenges to them in a very, you know, um, respectful, understanding manner. And you see how confident they've become to stand up in front of these people and ask them things they will be doing in return for representing them in the house and um, it has been great because even the politicians now realize that the voters are now wiser and they don't want they they want better services and so in between these discussions they tell them they give them a laid out plan on how they intend to carry out these activities to help them improve service delivery challenges in their communities and it and first time voters even ask them, okay, so if you don't do it, how do we hold you accountable? And that's really amazing for me. Like, okay, so they're not only saying they're not, they just don't want to listen to you to say you're going to do this. They want to know how. And they want to know if it doesn't happen, how do we hold you accountable? And you see the representative responding to say, okay, um, I'm going to start doing it after 100 days in office. After 100 days, you can reach out to me, come to me, I'm going to give you my phone number. They even ask them, you know, you, you can change your phone number when you get to the office where we can't reach you. So how do we how do we hold you? How do we ensure that you, you, you do these things? And he tells them, okay, we're going to have, you know, quarterly meetings where we're going to discuss issues you're facing. I'm going to tell you, progress I have made on ensuring your service delivery challenges have been tackled and other challenges that might come up even as at when uh, after being elected and that has been really really um, an eye-opener for also me myself and for them and um, to see how um, now we're seeing changes in people that are coming out to say so they understand better basically to know that 
things are changing and first-time voters are now, even not only first-time voters, people in marginalized communities basically are now wiser to demand for better services rather than take money or gifts from them. Yes, and uh, they are also ready to hold their leaders accountable, which is very important. Can you tell us um, the experience in Lagos, real one? Yes. Um, so in, in Lagos, I'll um, share this interesting one. So during one of our sessions with um, the politicians, we, the one of the first-time voters that we had sensitized and then taken through a um, virtual reality film, you know, put forward um, some of the challenges in her community that's um, in song in Ajegunle. And um, she even went with a recording, a video recording of um, one of their vandalized um, transformer and, um, you know, explained how how um, women and children are no longer safe going out um, in the evening, that once it's past six, seven, you can't even go about on the street anymore, that the, uh, the transformer has been vandalized for quite some time now, and no one cares, no one has, you know, gone to do anything about it. So she, she now asked um, the member aspiring for House of Assembly in the constituency that, sir, um, how do you intend to address this? That this is a pressing um, you know, need. But then the man, um, he said, okay, yeah, that he would do something about it. But she still insisted, you know, calmly, respectfully, that, sir, you want our votes. This is something that matters, that is, you know, of utmost importance to us at the moment. How can you assist us? How can you ensure that the women, the kids, and the, you know, the people on the street are safe? So he gave his word that he's going to talk to the um, power holding company um, in charge of that axis. And somehow, somehow, it seems word got out to the incumbent uh, member representing that um, um, constituency that the current person, because he is aspiring for the first time, the person we met, but then it looks like words got out to the other person. And you know what's going to happen when they, you know, get to double cross him to fix that. So just yesterday or two days ago, they went to that community and fixed the, the transformer. They have light in their, in their area now. So you could see that impact that, you know, the people now coming up, the first time voters coming out to speak, you know, respectfully and demand things you know, of their leaders. It's now bringing that competition, that good competition that's now endearing services to the people. So it's quite interesting to know that um, the things we do and what we are doing with these youths are already yielding results. Thank you, Thank everyone. You. Thank you. I love the fact that they went to meet the politician, they told him the issues happening, that, that is happening. And then a video recording of a vandalized transformer few days after that, another political person comes to fix it. That's what we are looking for. So it means, it shows that when you hold them accountable, I like the fact that the youth are, are realizing that we, we are bold. We don't need to, we don't need to stand and like, just be wondering what can we do? What can we do? We can actually do something. And I, I hope that these stories, this outcome will inspire more youth out there that you can actually take action. You don't have to just be the helpless Nigerian youth. You can actually take action and demand from your, your local politicians and say, okay, these things are happening. Can you do something about it? And the key thing, follow up. Follow up is very, very important because when you follow up, then they know that ah, this, 
And I'm, there was something about that community you talked about, Shumbeson community. So uh, they actually have a committee of people in that same community. And those the committee, what they do is that if there's anything happening, that they go straight to like NEPA or whichever office that is in charge and they go there, they always follow. Okay, we've gone there today. This is what they said. And then they'll relate to the community. And then again, after some days, if nothing is being done about it, they go back there again to the office. And so, like, steady follow-up oh. until today or two days ago when they finally fixed their transformer. And I, I love such stories. I want us to keep doing that, to keep following up, to hold these people accountable. That's the only time they can do what we want them to do. That's the only time we can actually have good service delivery. We, we thank God as the information of uh, boot selling or step of Nigeria bring this awareness to us with the villagers. Now we experience that as they come, we now tell them that these are our problems. So they should they should be ready. We are not collecting anything to them. So they should be ready to give us services. Then we give them our vote. Thank you so much. I this podcast has been so good so far. Thank you. And and then we are coming to the end of this podcast. But before I let my guest go. I want them to share their messages to first-time voters on why they should all lead this campaign in their communities and then why they should also come out to vote in February and in March. Uh, let me start with let me start with Tessie. If they collect bribe, they are not going to do anything to us. But if they refuse to collect bribe, they are going to solve our problem. So follow them uh, house or school or uh, where they gather, where the youth gather, maybe they may not understand, but if we follow them, they will explain to them, they will know how to vote and they will know their rights. Please go ahead. First and foremost, they should get their PVC ready. They should get their PVC ready. That day, they should come up massively, not to collect any bribe from somebody, but to vote a credible candidate that he or she will do something. For us, we the people of Akele Procedure and the entire nation, Nigeria as well. Thank you, Gabriel. Halima, please, your message to first time voters. So, my message to first time voters is please, on February 25th and March 11th, go out to vote. Your vote is your right and your vote counts. So, please go out and vote and act with integrity when you vote. And also to also try and link the campaign against voter buying and selling in their community. It works. It's not Akelekosidi. It's, it's like a testimony for us to show that. And the example Willon has given is to show that it is when we demand for the right thing, they are going to do it. And so we need to start campaigning against these things. We need to speak to other people apart from our various communities, speak to other people because only Akelekosidi cannot make sure development is done in the whole Genkwe local government right so we need other communities to join in the campaign against food selling and vote buying and so my message to first-time voters is lead the campaign on on against vote selling and vote buying and hold your leaders accountable demand for good services rather than money or gifts thank you halima that's a good word we want can we hear from you yes my message to first-time voters is this um this election is not the time to say you want to sit on the fence you cannot sit on the fence a lot is happening currently in the country and as such this is an opportunity for us to make things right 
So have that at the back of your mind that this is an opportunity for you. Beside it being your right, it is also your responsibility to make sure that things work in your community and in the country at large. So please go out and vote. Inconvenience yourself. I keep emphasizing that. Go out and inconvenience yourself. It is not the time for you to sit at home and play football or watch TV. No. Even if it's raining, some or what, uh, whatever it is, please go out and inconvenience yourself and vote and make sure that you conduct yourself properly. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. What an exciting podcast. This is a lesson to you out there and to those listening to not tell out your community, your future, your country for money or any material benefits. The benchmark of a working society is good service delivery. It increases the standard of living of the citizens and it strengthens their patriotic values and uh, their belief in the country. So a great lesson all around. Thank you. Thank you, Gabriel. Thank you, Tessie. Uh, a very special, special guest. Thank you for your contribution. And to the amazing, energetic, untiring step of Nigeria team. <laughs> Thank you so much for your contribution. Like you all are too much. Thank, Thank you. you so the people of Akeleko City community, please keep pushing against vote buying. Keep uniting in this fight to see that service delivery improves for the better in your community. Step Up Nigeria, our listeners and the world at large, we are rooting for you. And same goes to other communities out there. To the youth listening to us right now, please act, act against vote buying and watch your community, watch your environment grow. This episode is available on all podcasting platforms and it can be found on YouTube as well. To stay updated on our work at Step Up Nigeria, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at step underscore up underscore Nigeria and LinkedIn at Step Up for Social Development and Empowerment in Nigeria, on Facebook at Step Up Nigeria, on TikTok at Step Up Nigeria TV and on YouTube at Step Up TV. Till next time, goodbye. Thank you.